Hello and welcome to another episode of After the Whistle. I'm joined by Donald this episode. Hi guys, what's up? Um, don't forget to look us up on Stitcher and uh, Tune Up Radio. Uh, the name is After the Whistle, so listen to our past episodes. Uh, last week we discussed players moving for success, right? Yes. And was money touched- the main motivational yeah, factor? Yeah, money the main motivation. Leaving. And we yeah. also touched on Barclays' comments regarding IT. And that's another pre- one sensitive. Yeah, so that was a pretty dicey, entertaining episode. So do yeah. make sure to check the previous episode. On Twitter, it's GCRACW. We also post our episode links, so you can just follow us, go through our history, and you should find an episode. So, uh, this week, the NBA playoff second round is in full swing. Yep, full swing. And um, so, the Golden State Warriors have taken a 2-0 two, a two lead. Yep, commanding 2-0. Commanding 2-0 two two, uh, two lead. Rockets versus Spurs. Um, Spurs have a... I've taken a have a two one lead. Yeah, and um, I mean Rockets. Well, they started well, but well, I guess there's a lot to talk about regarding that, right? Yeah, going back to the Warriors versus yeah. Jazz. At this point, the Warriors are just playing freakishly impressive basketball. Yeah, Durant's been added has formed the super team that everybody kind of feared and suspected. Yeah, because like, why is a player like KD someone who could easily get thirty any night just by not even trying joining yeah. a team like the Warriors, which already won seventy five plus games in the regular season? Yeah. Yeah. At this point, to beat the Warriors, you need to have four perfect quarters. I think everyone, in everyone's mind, everyone thinks that, you know what? It's going to be a Cavs versus Warriors part three, right? The Cavs is the only possibility of a slip-up at yeah. this point. The Warriors are definitely through. Yeah. You mentioned the Spurs taking, coming back to win 2-1 versus the Rockets. Yeah. That's a weird one. Ordinarily, you always think that Pop will always sack his team up. The Spurs are always in contention, no matter what. They lost uh, Parker to injury, yeah. but somehow Lamarcus Aldridge has stepped up. Uh, Kawhi is playing phenomenally as well. And with Duncan out as well, you feel like, you know... Exactly. Could be an end of an era, right? It is an end of an era, but somehow the Spurs are always in there. But then yeah. you mentioned the Rockets, and they beat the Spurs in their first game. Yeah. And that was with the Rockets playing absolutely wonderful Mori ball. And they are the only team I feel that could probably match the Warriors in terms of like shooting them three for threes, shooting lights out. But the problem with the Rockets, as we saw in the last two games, is that they can't do that every other game because the Spurs played good defense on them. You know Harden's trademark move. You come next you, to him. Yeah, he bumps into you. Yeah, and he then, fights, he, ah. <laughs> then he throws the ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was noticeable that in the last game, he did very less of that. Exactly. And more of, you yeah, because the Spurs game plan was like, you know what? We're not going to give you all those foul, yeah, foul shots. Foul shots, yeah. Exactly. It was deliberate, it wasn't perfectly. it? Yeah, but I think that, you know, with the Golden State Warriors, I mean, they're unbeaten in the last 21 of their last 22 that's games. Just that's How just insane. How do you stop them? Yep. You know? And they are kind of like Hydra, you know, you cut <laughs> one head off. That's true. And you have like three new ones popping up. Yeah, so, any, yeah. any of Clay, Durant, and Curry can yeah. easily go off and score 30 in the fourth quarter. Like, yeah. just let that sink yeah. in. How do you stop that? And team? to be honest, I feel like the last time out, right? Yeah. A lot of people said, yeah, I mean, the, the Cavs deserve, deserve praise, but a lot of people still feel like, or uh, let me just say, I feel like. It's <laughs> <laughs> a personal state. Yeah, I feel like here. if, I mean, Curry got injured and then, you know, um, Green got. Suspended. suspended. I mean, there were things that worked in the Cavs' favor, to oh, be that's honest. that's true. That's true. Yeah, and you like to think that this time around, it could be a different story. And even back then, if everyone was available, could it be a different story as well? I mean, that argument could be made, but if yeah. you see LeBron playing in this yeah, playoffs yeah, fight, it's true. just... 
I swear to God, it almost feels like you're watching an episode of not an episode, a season of Dragon Ball Z, <laughs> where every other player he's going like, "This is not my final form." Yeah. Over nine thousand, and he charges up and goes into another freaking level. Because against the Raptors, it was just freaking disrespectful. LeBron, yeah. we can cast an ATW, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can. He was that big. Yeah, no limits, you like seriously, it was like your dad was schooling you. I mean, yeah. he was having fun taking beer from the crowd, yeah. pretending to drink, spinning. There was this byline show where he just spun the ball in his hand and just took a freaking three, came back to the same spot and did it again. The Raptors spent all of this season acquiring assets, retooling. And preparing for the count, Exactly, right? for this matchup. Yeah, for this matchup. And, and last season, they won, they took the game to six. Yeah, to game six, yeah. Exactly. This season, it's going to be like in it's, four. It's going to be four. I mean, it's going like to be four. Like, you took all that time to get better for it's this opponent and they're going to beat you in less games. Yeah. Must be rough to be a Raptors fan. Yeah, it must be rough. And I mean, but also you have to look at you look at the Cavs' resilience as well. I mean, the Cavs are ready, like yeah, that's ready true. to take control, and you know they look good for it. They look good for their three 0 lead. Final game in the East: the Celtics versus the Wizards. Yeah, it man, it. I mean, it just it's a warm feeling just to see it finally getting the recognition as a bona fide superstar. Yeah, because I feel like now everyone is having that conversation. Yeah, maybe IT is really as good as what the Celtics fans were claiming he was. Because here's a guy that everybody thought was going to get exposed in playoffs because apparently his game wouldn't translate very well. Yeah. But what did this guy go and do? Freaking Made history. Three, yeah, 53 freaking points. Yeah. Take that. The most in playoffs history since Iverson's 55 points. Exactly. Versus the Hornets. And mm. this was after he got his tooth knocked out in the previous game, had to go through, <laughs> had to go have surgery, missed yeah. training, came back and dropped 50 freaking three. Man, that guy's amazing. Yeah. And with all his personal lifestyle mm-hmm. going on as well. Exactly. I feel like that's, that's, that's where he has to be commended because for someone who has a lot of personal things going on in his life, yeah. to be able to um, channel that focus into your game and be the best you can be even so surprise people in the process I yeah. feel like that's that's huge definitely should be commended for that I mean but is he carrying the Celtics though well I think for the Celtics how we play we definitely recognize IT as our primary scorer yeah but then players like Holford have stepped up with their, his assistant his vision is amazing on the court I know Kelly got into a fight the yeah. last game but he's also been pretty impressive uh, we've had players like Jalen step up Danny Green has surprisingly been effective when he's been introducing the starting lineup though I'd rather see more of Jalen just because young kids and all that prefer to see them you know have a go at it and we have players like Marcus Smart that just I mean I enjoy watching the Celtics. I'm a huge fan just because of that whole hustle play that yeah. whole they play for the team yeah you take individual Celtic players and you're like these guys probably won't amount to much but somehow Brad put this team together and they got the number one freaking seed in the east don't disrespect that please so they've earned their point and I feel like if the cows are to slip <laughs> I'm not saying the Celtics win by not 18 but if it does happen I won't be too surprised. We are putting ourselves in the best position to actually make that happen. Yeah, I get that. But speaking about carrying the team, <laughs> IT is carrying of the ball. Oh man. I mean <clears throat> big deal, big deal or not. Bullshit. Just because players like what well, we do it anyway. Yeah. And the NBA is weird, like it feels like those rules are just merely recommendations. Yeah. I mean in the rule book you're not supposed to carry the ball, you're not supposed to travel. Yeah. But then you can find instances of you have players. I mean, well, yeah, certain James Harden, but exactly. Anyway, I'm just like, saying. Refs won't call that play just because 
yeah, they let it slide. Yeah. So as fans, you can't get mad if a player like IT is using that to his advantage. Already, he's one of the shortest players in the league. Let him have it. That's or maybe someone's defending because he's a Celtics fan. I'm just saying, I bro. I mean, I'm objective. I'm bro. just saying, bro. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, man. Uh, so... We jump in right into our next segment. Uh, we yeah. call in this predicts the play. This is where myself and Donald look through stories mm. in the world of sports. Okay. And we just predict what we feel the outcome is going to be. And then we go, we launch into our main topic. We're going to discuss the implementation of video technology. Yeah. And yeah. if you have enough time, dive in. Yeah. Yay or nah. Yeah. How we feel about it. My first story, Lonzo Ball released his sneakers this week. Ooh, yikes, bruv. Uh, for those who don't know, Lonzo Ball is one of uh, top-rated college uh, prospects coming into the NBA draft. Probably will be number one, but we'll mm-hmm. see. Mm-hmm. And his whole family, oh, his dad's thing is he wants his son to be, I guess, what, better monetized. Okay. He tried talking to the Nike, he tried talking to Nike, Under Armour, Adidas yeah. to get... I mean, he has made it clear that that's what he's trying to do. He's trying to put his kids in a position where they can... It's commendable. Be, it's know, commendable. But yeah, they can be top athletes yeah. and also, yeah, like you said, and money from their and money from their yeah. But exactly. it feels like it's going about it just the wrong way because is it like there's been some argument about whether is it too, like is it too soon? Too soon, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I feel like it's it's a, it's a lot to start thinking about even before you actually start. Yeah, your you first actually game, yeah exactly. It's crazy. You and on. you know something, that price though. Five hundred like, bucks. <laughs> like I'm, I'm, you don't I'm, want not, I'm not paying that for that brand. Yeah, because <laughs> I look at those sneakers and I'm not hating, but Charlie, it doesn't look all that. I'm not feeling that. It doesn't look. I'm all not there. feeling those cakes, man. And he's got some slips for two hundred. So hey, uh, <laughs> yikes! Those slips, bro. Like, <laughs> are you wearing those? Ah, nah. For that, are you, price? are you buying those for that price? It man? Doesn't really make yeah, sense. Yeah, it's crazy. So I mean, I guess we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, and like you mentioned earlier, man, it's too soon because yeah, again, this could be a wrong cultural tradition yeah but in the nba signature shoes usually go to players who are mm-hmm. putting time mm-hmm. other superstars and have you know shown their worth in the nba yeah. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. just coming in and having your own shoe it just kind of feels like you're really stunting too hard yeah i feel like yeah that's true that's we'll true. see i we'll pre- see. i predict this sneak this thing doesn't do well <laughs> yeah going to honestly yeah i also believe this i believe that these sneakers probably won't do so well to be honest Not, they won't do well they won't do like, well. it's just yeah. insane it's just, it's just I, don't see it. I don't see it any story from your end yeah so my first story was Steve Bruce's press conference last okay. week so apparently I don't know whether Steve Bruce took inspiration from Anthony Joshua but <laughs> <laughs> he was watching some late night boss yeah I don't know bro <laughs> but he showed up to his press conference looking yeah. really roughed up like <laughs> yeah he really looked roughed up fam and he Apparently, what he said was that he had uh, was it um, more removal surgery, something like that. Oh wow! Yeah, more removal surgery. But then I looked, I, I I specifically looked at the bruises, and they really look like someone who was in a bus stop. They really do look like someone who was. Maybe in a the bus ball stop. was really, really, really. I don't know, bro. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's all over his face. And then there were there, there were rumors that there was there were there was a training ground bus stop. And <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I'm wondering, like, was he attacked by his whole team? Like, seriously? No, I mean, you know, you guys should go Bruce check it out. He really it, looked man. roughed up. If you haven't seen it, he really looked roughed up. I mean, props the... to him for showing up for the press conference. Yeah, he's, like, I, I guess he, he had could to. have cancelled. Well, he could have. He could have cancelled it, right? No, but I'm telling you, fam. Based on the bruises he had on his face, he <laughs> probably would have cancelled for the rest of the season. Damn, Bruce. He looked really roughed up. Yeah, Brucey, you need to get your shit together. There's man. a story somewhere. Yeah, to yeah. Find and out. I predict that. <laughs> 
he had a rough weekend. I predict that he had a rough weekend. Some amateur it wasn't, yeah, it side. wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't, uh, it wasn't surgery from, but yeah, oh, man. there you have it. Uh, this one, this next one is going to infuriate Arsenal fans, but <clears throat> Wenger came out again and, you know, said the latest wonder kid that's making the rounds in the transfer rumors is one he almost signed. <laughs> I'm probably as tired as them, to be honest. Oh, frankly, my. I mean, we I'm... wake up every morning and then we see yet another player that he, he he was he tried signing and didn't sign. Apparently he went to his house. Yep. He went to Mbappe's house. Yeah, that's the player talking about. Yeah. He's like you, you literally went to his house. At that point, why didn't you walk away with the signature? I, and that's I think that's what really gets to Arsenal fans, man. Like why why keep telling about us about how close you came to signing players? Yeah. And usually it's so close. Like you literally went to his house, man. Like it's always and a you personal, still couldn't close the deal. Personal touch. Exactly. And it kind of feels weird because I feel like Arsenal fans, and again as a football fan, yeah. you're probably more forgiven of Arsenal or yeah. Wenger, Wenger, sorry. If the players, if he signed these players, like if Arsenal was a team like Dortmund, yeah, yeah, or Monaco, like young mm-hmm. exuberant players exactly. who look like they have very very promising careers ahead of them, yeah, yeah. people would be like, you know what, cut Wenger some slack. He, but the issue is that here. the guys he sticks with and are coming through, and the guys that he chooses not to sign, there's such a wide <laughs> golf. Yeah, there's a wide golf class. class. Like, That's true. That's true. And honestly, we need to start asking whether Wenger really is good at nurturing talent now. Does he still have it anymore? Does exactly. I'm asking myself the same question, but hey. Anyway. I say he stays for another season and we see him make these comments again next season. Okay, so that's you predicting the play right there. Yep. Okay. Wenger's going to stay for another season and keep on saying I almost signed the next big thing. Okay. All right. So, on my end, right? Yeah. I saw the story. UK's Rich List. On UK's Rich List right okay. now. Um, released in Time magazine, Zlatan Ibrahimovic is the richest football player on that list in, in the UK. Really? Yeah. He huh. is the richest football player on that list. And this is me predicting... Rooney isn't getting that much. Rooney's on it. I think he's second. I think okay. he comes in second on that list. But this is me predicting the play here, right? He's no longer going to be on that list because he has played his last game for Manchester United. That's a tricky one. I mean, yeah. I saw tangentially related. I saw a story that came out from Owen, actually, yeah. saying that, <laughs> according to his sources, certain United players felt more comfortable or preferred Rashford playing up front yeah. because it felt that he enabled them to actually run, you know, be a bit more involved in the mm-hmm. game. I don't know how true that is, but looking at United's striking options, unless they, count, they go after a proven or... An established striker. In don't it. say it out loud, Griezmann. Yeah, <laughs> unless they go for an established striker, I don't yeah. see Jose wanting to go into next season with just Martial and Rashford. I and honestly Rooney. believe I agree with you, fam. Like we really, this this is not enough. Yeah, honestly, I don't think that this is enough. And that's why I think Zlatan will stay. And I, I really, yeah, I, I, I would like to see Zlatan back. I mean, I don't think it's been any secret that I love the guy. Yeah, you know, but fantastic yeah. player for the amount paid and for the work he's put in. Yeah, I don't see how you could hate on him. I mean. Yeah. United's failings, in as much as he has some poor games and questionable decisions, it's not exactly. all been on him. Yeah, yeah. It's not been on him one bit, so he I can, agree. you know, end the season with a high. I agree. He definitely right. ended. Okay. Swinging to La Liga, Spain. Uh, okay. Neymar's 
down to the the courts. <laughs> it continues. Yeah, right? we all know how that would end. But hey, uh, yeah. now the the state prosecutor is asking for two year two year prison sentence. Again, mm-hmm. this goes back to his really shady transfer 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 deal. dealings at home and you yeah. know the ownership with regards to his yeah, dad. Yeah, because remember, it's just a weird it between, cycle it was between of Madrid and Barcelona. Yeah. trying to get him and huge amounts. Were it's just a there. weird cycle of money passing through his own family's hands. Like, yeah, you know, it's like it's almost as if I don't know, man. His dad, man, like. <laughs> His dad, man. A lot of questions have to be asked and about again, his dad. You know, I mean, not to go after Barca players, but you know, they go with that whole more than a club, making yeah. me feel like this club is just so not perfect, but raise it to certain standards. That again, I just feel like this is just clear indications that sometimes clubs are willing to deal with certain individuals illegally just to get what they want. Yeah, I feel like yeah, the rivalries on the pitch like actually influence. They are dealings off it. Yeah. You understand me? Like, we are so desperate to get this player ahead of this club. You are willing to break and We are willing to break and, yeah, and bend a few rules. That's it's just what it comes down to. It's kind of crazy that looking at yeah. this Neymar story, Real Madrid were the team that wasn't willing to, you know. Yeah, it's weird, right? <laughs> yeah. It was Barcelona. Yeah, because I mean, those guys go crazy. Yeah. yeah. The Galacticos. Um, yeah. But I do, I do predict Neymar doesn't spend a second in jail. Probably gonna get off on like first time offense, mm-hmm. pay a fine, yeah, or something. pay a fine, which would be peanuts. And I'm guessing he's paying for a damn good lawyer, so hell, he might even get off. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? I know what you mean, yeah, but I can get with that prediction, though. Yeah. All right, so uh, my final prediction is <clears throat> a transfer triangle. Oh wow! You know, player swaps never happen, right? I know player swaps <laughs> never happen. That's like football but, manager but yeah, dream, right? I'm, go- I'm going to I'm going to really need you guys to stay with me on okay. this right here. All right, fine. Take so, us for this wild ride. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so it involves three teams, right? Okay. Real Madrid, Chelsea, and AS Monaco. Mbappe goes. So this is where it begins. Okay. <clears throat> it's going to begin at Bachuai. Weirdly enough, like weird enough, it's going to bring to Monaco. Begin. Yeah, so Bachuai is going to go to Monaco, but it's not going to be a permanent deal. It's okay. going to be a loan deal because Monaco are in the Champions League and he's in, going to be looking to get playing time to prove once again that, you know what, I am indeed the striker that people thought I was before I came to Chelsea. Okay. So Chelsea is going to loan Batshuayi to Monaco. Yeah. Then, as a replacement for Mbappe, who is going to go to Madrid? Mbappe is a Madrid fan. Okay. Now, for Madrid to get Mbappe, they are going to have to offload Alvaro Morata and Chelsea are big on Morata. Conte loves him and wants him to come to Chelsea. <laughs> so Chelsea are going to get Morata. Mbappe is going to go to Madrid. Morata will come in. By then, Batshuayi is gone. And that completes the triangle. I don't know, folks. It's crazy. Enough. <laughs> it just might work. <laughs> wow. I know it's crazy, man. But hey, we'll see. I mean, I mean of course, this could obviously be totally off. So yeah, but... I mean, but the, I guess yeah. the... The big question mark is why would Monaco just agree to a loan of a player for just one season? I mean, a loan is a loan. I mean, loans for one season happen. No, right? they do, but then yeah. they are loose. Well, I guess if Madrid pays enough, costs yeah. enough. Yeah, enough exactly. Pay. I mean, if, if if Madrid are willing to pay the kind of money that they are quoting, 100 million euros and things like that, they'll cash in, fam. They will cash in. Monaco have strikers. Falcao, uh, Valerie Germain. Yeah. yeah, but for Madrid to pay, what, 80 mil plus for a strike? Honestly, I don't believe in that figure. Yeah. I don't believe in that figure. Because that means Benzema would have to be yeah. dropped as a third option. And yeah. he's still very serviceable in that Madrid squad. Exactly. Exactly. But you know, like you said, you know how these Galacticos be. Hey, <laughs> spend some they want money. that Mbappe hype, man. Yeah. They want to get in on that. So, uh, yeah. Sounds good. Okay. I mean, I'm skeptical, but if this does play out, yeah. I'll be tipping my hat to you, sir. Okay. Uh, so, my final story uh, Christian Achu 
Ghanaian winger extraordinaire. Yeah. <laughs> Flashes here and there. Uh, his move to Chelsea didn't pan out as most of us had hoped. But it's looking like he's made a home for himself. Honestly, loved his free kick, his yeah. last goal. That was a beautiful free kick. I mean, the way he took it was so so much easy. I didn't know he was that good. Now replicate that kicks. on the national yeah, level. Yeah, exactly. Like I, <laughs> I mean, I think on the national level he really tries. You can see that he's trying, and he has had his moments. It's true. On true, the national true. level, you understand. When it comes to influential but, players, yeah. players we look at to make a difference in the game, yeah. he's up there with IU. Yeah, yeah, I feel like I feel like I am honestly hoping that he makes that move to Newcastle permanent and gets a good run in the Premier League with Newcastle. Yeah, I really hope that that happens because I think under Benitez he does have a very yeah. good yeah. coach. Like people might still not rate Benitez because of his last couple of you know mm-hmm. appointments, but he's still a very good coach. Yeah, I, do, I believe so about. too. I believe and so I think too. Actually will try he's a decent him. coach. Yeah, and he's a very passionate you know team as well. Newcastle yeah. fans are great. exactly. And looking at the comments from Achu. Recently, about yeah. Benitez and his relationship with he him, it looks like that's where he wants to be. There's yeah. no other place he'd rather be right now. Okay, so, so yeah. now we're free, Nacho. It's time to be free, Barbara Man. But in terms of prediction, I, I hope that he his career takes more of a DDIU, you, you know, Stay yeah, with trajectory, the team, yeah, get to a mid-table team, and then hopefully go to a team that's hoping to push for top six now. Yeah, so maybe eventually end up at Everton, which is down. where he was. Yeah, well, that's true. He was on loan before, but hey, listen, players do return. And players do return. Depends. Yeah, and also different managers as well. Yeah. So yeah, that or he could. Be. Who knows? Maybe Newcastle is going to be part of the new top six. Like, what do you, I know? You know, at this Benitez point, Benitez might just have something cooking. Yeah, at this point, I don't know, man. But we'll see. We'll see. Let's okay. see how they do when they come back. We really did want to save as much time for this main topic, just because it was one that we've been, we've been discussing. I wanted to, you know, continue the discourse on on the ATW podcast. Should football adopt video technology? Yes, no. What do you stand on, Al? Yeah. So, video assistant referees, right? Yeah. Okay. I was having a discussion earlier on with some friends about the influence of technology and how we can no longer ignore it yeah. in almost everything that we do. It's it's there. It's there. Like as in, you really can't. Just like goal line, I feel like goal line technology has been a success. It has been. A, I really do. Yeah, I believe it's been a success. success. Yeah, like, exactly. It's hard to remember football now without <coughs> goal line. Goal line technology. technology. Barbarians. What were we yeah. doing? And for me, I feel like this will be a massive step in the right direction. Although it has to. The, it ha- we have to proceed with caution. Okay. It has to be well thought of. You understand? It has to be well thought of. For starters, the things that is going to eliminate goals like the Thierry Henry goal against Ireland, which <laughs> Ireland is so angry about right still. Yeah. The hand of God will probably not have the hand of God ever again with goal line technology. But um, I, I, I do I, I believe in goal line technology I mean sorry uh, Video assistant referees I think that's a Is a step in the right direction mm-hmm. But the execution Has to be right I uh, think Yeah yeah. I mean I, I think I, I definitely <coughs> share Similar sentiments to yourself yeah. um, The English FA Is looking to trial it uh, Next season I'm guessing Or it's being speculated That the earliest Would be during The community shield and mm-hmm. then probably doing the FA games yeah. just to see how it's going to work to work out some kinks to see how they can actually apply it to the Premier League proper. Yeah. Uh, other European leagues have, you know, messed around with it. The yeah. Dutch league in they particular has been yeah. a testing a testing ground. Yeah. And I definitely think there's more to gain from you know introducing that, yeah. assistance that's true. That's true. technology. In terms of implementation, um, I do have some concerns. Alright, okay. Let's start with your concerns. Yeah, I do have some concerns. I I think the first one is that 
I think with video assistant referees, right? Yeah. The review can only happen when play stops. Okay. You understand me? So a nightmare scenario would be an incident occurring. Yeah. Let's say team A. Let's yeah. say team A's, you know, penalty box. Some um, a player from team B pushes a player from team A. Yeah. In you know team team B's penalty box, the player goes down. It's a penalty call or yeah. sorts, and the referee allows play to go on. Yeah. And then team B go on to go and score on the other end. And that is the only time that the play can be reviewed. Yeah. So can you imagine the uproar? One team feels like we should have gotten a penalty. One team has scored. And now you go back and say, yeah, that was a penalty. And then everyone is good. Trust me, people are going to go crazy and go like, yeah, scrap this thing. No, it's, it's causing too much is, confusion. That's just, that's just a waste. But that's a nightmare scenario. That's, that's nightmare like a nightmare scenario. scenario. For, for starters, one, computing technology is not that far advanced. Yeah. It can get better. Yeah. But it's so tricky. Like what? We know Google is a leading search engine. Mm-hmm. Even with their whole image search data, yeah, blah, blah, yeah. Blah, I think I can only predict, you can only see a picture of a cat and recognize yeah. it like, what, 75% <laughs> of the time. Yeah. So even they make mistakes. So we're not looking at video referring to you know, officially the entire game. Mm-hmm. What I say we do, and I feel like most people have shared it, is that for moments in the game where there already stops, so penalty decisions, mm-hmm. all you need is a fourth official with behind a video screen watching those replays, alternate angles. The game is already stopped anyway. No, 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 no. Okay, fine, continue. I'm just, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, the yes, moments. When, yeah, the moments when the thing happens, yeah. the review ca- the review cannot happen until play stops. Yeah. yeah. But what I'm saying that during those moments, yeah. the play stops anyway. No, no. If the if the guy has been fouled and the ref says no penalty, so, no foul, the so, play no, continues. True. That's what I'm saying. So and I'm, then, yeah, okay, go That's on. what I'm saying. Goal, ref, assistant referee yeah. should also should be implemented. During red card incidents, yeah. During goal, you know, skirmishes at the goal line, whatever. Okay. And also probably offsides. Hmm. Offsides. Yeah. So, okay. All right. I see that. I see that. Okay. So, this is this is another issue I have with um, video referees, right? Yeah. Video refereeing. Okay. So every time a decision is made, yeah. Let's say let's say a review happens, play yeah. stops, they review the footage. Yeah. And the referee thinks uh, because ultimately the referee is the one who's going to make the decision the, it's the video assist- the yeah it's always the referee yeah so some the video assistant referee is going to look at the footage and say look I spotted this thing yeah what do you think and the referee is going to go like you know what I've seen it I you don't think this much decision. you can overrule it yes exactly so in those every time he does that when yeah. there's a no call yeah the decision is to be a drop ball there's going to be a drop ball no I mean so like how many drop balls are we then going to have? No. Because I like honestly, I really hate that drop ball. To be honest, when I see something, I ask myself, why are we still doing this? No, and that's why we limit players all kicking. You have like ten players trying to kick the ball. You, you know, see, at, no, at, that's, that's, why we limit, that's why we limit the video assistant referee to just like I said, red card incidents. The yeah. game is already stopped. Conversation mm-hmm. already happening. Mm-hmm. It's not as if a red card is shown and then in ten seconds it clears. That thing probably that 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 moment eats up at least at least a minute yeah. already. Okay. Goal scoring opportunities are contested. Okay. If a player a team feels they scored or they were hampered, mm-hmm. players already stop play. Yeah. There's already stop stoppage. You let that happen, and then offside calls. If a linesman calls, my issue is just with a drop ball. I mean, it's just with a drop ball. We are, we are looking at having like ten drop balls in the game. No, no, 
not really. Okay, okay. Well, I think that I think on the average, I think they are predicting that they are predicting that there's probably going to be on average about five calls, five instances for reviews in games. The main benefit of assistant refereeing is probably going to be penalty calls, and in those moments, it's either a penalty and a sports kick, or it's not, and it's for the other team or the corner. Mm. So the drop ball, the drop ball fear is really going. It's not really going to materialize. Okay. I feel. Okay. So you can okay. rest easy. Guys. <laughs> <laughs> I can rest easy. All right. So um, there's one more thing. Yeah. I want to talk about regarding VAR. Uh, <laughs> well, it's not. It's not necessarily a concern or so. It's more of a suggestion. Okay. I feel like just like they do in rugby, I feel like the whole decision process should be broadcasted to the to the fans. On broadcasted on TV and at the stadium. Here's a problem with that. To to offer that sort of transparency. No, you see, here's a here's a problem with that. Here's a problem with that. Uh, in rugby and football, that kind of works. But I feel like in a stadium where people are all charged, charged up, amped up. Let's say Liverpool versus Everton. If it's if it's replayed, sometimes people see what they want to see. If the the, the 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 moment is replay for the stadium, one half is going to be excited, the other half is not going to be excited. No, listen, it depends. Like, if they don't show it, I feel like that's even worse. We don't know what happened. They went into the room and came out and said, "You know what? It's a penalty." We don't believe it's a penalty. But then, if we if we are all tuned in, looking at them making the decision, yeah, but how we know that there wasn't any external influence, yeah, then people believe they they, they, they people believe that yeah. Trust me, this decision is going to be made behind closed doors. Some behind closed doors. No, no, it is. I mean, the 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 equipment is going to be either in a van near the stadium okay. or inside or, it could just or be inside the touchline. Apparently that's what they are looking at. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it's not like some shady. It's <laughs> like penalty. Yeah, and trust me, man. Those are classical, all classical games. Those guys don't play from. No, no. But I, I get what you mean. But you see, exactly. Imagine El Clasico. Imagine yeah. a tackle call. Imagine Sergio Ramos tackle somebody badly. As mm-hmm. a Barca fan, would feel. Yeah. The decision is replay, and the referee decides to overrule because a referee can't overrule the video ref. Decision. Yeah, he can't overrule the video, and he okay. So he he, he enters, he go, goes in, comes out, and no, he doesn't have it. to go in. Yeah. We have a fourth official who just lifts up time. What's he gonna lift up? Time. No, okay. The fourth official just lifts yeah, up the time sure, left sure, sure. and that's out. He can man the video station. They have earpieces now. Yeah. Just have the dedicated fourth official man the video station. That's simple. No, apparently it's going to be three people. Okay, there we the go. Station. So perfect. That's the referee be, doesn't have to yeah. come view and leave. Yeah. And also the problem with viewing, I feel replaying the moment, a game like El Clasico. The crowd can might swear referee's decision. No, but then no. If it's replaying and the referee decides to go against the call, you now have a set of fans who are going to feel aggrieved that hey, can't you see? They're it's, going to do that anyway, can't they? Yeah. So let him just do it without that pressure on him. Okay. So I guess no broadcasting then, huh? Well, again, people who watch the game live have the even people who watch, yeah, we get the benefit of replays. Alternate angles, even yeah. on Twitter, you just go on. It's like all the gold gifs, like yeah. you get to see that. So it happens regardless. Okay, okay. It's kind of insane that we don't give referees that same opportunity to actually, you know, analyze the goals. Hell, pundits after halftime are able to discuss whether the referee's call was wrong or not, and like <laughs> they have more information to go. Ref on. watch, 
than the ref. Yeah. yeah I get what another you. thing we do have to understand is the game is getting faster and better. Yeah. Like the athletes now, it's freaking insane the amount of work they do with all the pressing they're running, they're going forward like as a team unit. They have these are what these athletes I think football, the footballs we have now are the fittest they've ever been. We probably are requiring our refs to be as fit as them as just them to keep as well. up with yeah, the game. Sure. They need they need the help. And that's what I'm all in for assistance referee at this yeah, point. I agree. So I guess we're both for for VARs then. Yeah, I mean, an interesting twist could be also that um, so just as basketball has timeouts, given that we limit uh, video referring to just red cards, goal scoring opportunities, and offsides, each coach could have one call. Yeah, that's a good one. Anywhere on the field, that's a good one. If they feel like a decision, a limited number of calls. So yeah. yeah. Once you use that, you're out. You're out one per half, yeah. non-transferable. Yeah, I agree. I think that's a very good call. And I also think referees should be able to, like, maybe... I get what you're trying to do with the, re- the instant replay on the big screen. Mm-hmm. So maybe during halftime, why don't we ask the referees why they made certain calls? Like, maybe just understanding what he saw. Yeah, I think initially that should be a very... That's, yeah. That should be a, a thing that should be tried. Yeah, let's, you know, let's get people, to know the ref. Like, yeah, because I feel like we just see these guys lifting their flags up, lifting yeah the cards up. And a lot of the discussions that we have post games are those discussions. Why exactly. did he make this call? Why yeah. didn't he make that call? So let's just have him say yeah. something. Yeah, at the very so. least. Yeah, I agree. Do we still have enough time for our next topic? You think? <laughs> All right, so our next topic was about the integrity of <laughs> the integrity. <laughs> Whether diving, well, like how we feel personally about diving, you know. Okay. Um, you took the whole moral argument, so <laughs> why don't you have your go? Okay, so diving. Um, how do we feel about diving? All right, so I think it depends on the individual. <laughs> yeah, it really does depend on the individual because. But then I also know that managers have have a go at players. Why didn't you go down? Okay. You know, you were, you, you, you were tripped. You should have gone down. Okay. I get that. But there is there definitely is a discussion about the dilemma, like where, how to get the balance right, you know. Yeah. Should I be, should I take one for the team or should I, you know, uphold my values or my beliefs? What, what values? What beliefs? It's, 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 it comes down to whether it's cheating. I mean, you understand? If a guy, if a guy, if a guy cheating, if you get caught, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess yeah. So I guess that's where that's where we, uh, we, we see it differently. Like if I'm going down, if I, if if I'm running in, into the box, an opponent's box, and he he touches me, and it's not enough uh, contact, for, <laughs> <laughs> it's not enough contact for me to fall, and I fall, I feel like that's wrong. That's wrong, man. But he has a problem. Players who actually do stay up after getting sledgehammered yeah, it sucks. It don't sucks. get the call. So yeah, it sucks. As there are team, players. Yeah. It's, not, it's not a winning strategy to, you know, stay up, possibly get injured just so uh, some guys on the internet can be like, hey, that play- hey, that player, he's damn good. When he gets tackled hard, he takes the tackle like a man. Mm. But, but your team's so lost. Exactly. But that's like saying there are some people out there who are, you know, who are engaging in fraud and I'm being caught and I'm getting rich and I'm living a a clean life it's a clean life <laughs> a clean life and I'm not getting rich you know so no but again here's, here's where the distinction is those fraudulent activities are affecting and touching other people's lives 
football is a game. Like, in as much <laughs> okay. In as, so, uh, yeah, in so, as much as it feels so much more to us, yeah. let's remind ourselves it's a game. It's just a it's game. A okay, sport so uh-huh. with rules. Exactly. So for me, this is where like it becomes interesting for me. So it means that within the scope of the game, yes, it is okay to let to. It's a game. Like the players have made a game of trying to deceive the ref. No, what the players have made, what the players and teams and managers have made a game of, is trying to get the better of their opponents. Okay, so that's what it's all about that's when it comes down to it's winning. It's all about winning, and it's, there's no morality. Morality. No, I feel like it's hard to football. apply. More. I mean, yes, you can apply morality to football, but in this specific instance, it's all about I'm in the six yard box. So I then guess. it's okay to to injure. A, a team's best player then oh that's just taking it you see exactly yeah, that's yeah, just taking so the argument to a whole nah, different man. No. but no you see if there were no rules yeah. if there was no red card that yeah. would ban you and then you know disciplinary mm-hmm. hearing that would probably give you like a 3 months, 6 months ban yeah. let's probably do that more frequently but FIFA other FAs in their wisdom saw that hey this is a this is a this is this is a, an activity this is an aspect of the game we want stamped out so they provide the rules to make sure that they limited that behavior. So then should we stop calling players who try to con the ref and don't succeed shameful or disgraceful? Should I we mean, stop calling them a disgrace? I mean, you can call because, them... Because those are the... Those are the no, that's you, what they are described no, as. That them, was a disgrace. That was disgusting. That was this or that. You can call them whatever you want. The yeah. fact remains they are still going to do it. Suarez is a damn good player. Suarez doesn't need to dive. Neymar doesn't have to dive to actually, you know, succeed on the pitch, but he still yeah. does. Reason being, the rules as they are allow him to get away with it. So if we want, if FIFA, if the if the legal officials want to stamp diving out, guess what? Implement rules that make diving a no-win scenario. Players will stop diving. Yeah, and actually, it was something I was going to discuss. I was going. To, I forgot to mention when we we're talking about the video assistant refs. I feel like. Implementing that would go a long way to actually get um, yeah tackle the issue of diving in football yeah. because now players will actually think that you know what we are our every move is being watched and I could potentially be in trouble for this. I think um, uh, one incident that has been ta- uh, spoken about a lot recently has been the Tyron Mings Zlatan Ibrahimovic um, yeah, yeah sort of thing. If there was you know video tech yeah if there was video assistant refereeing during that time the issue could probably have been resolved there and then but i mean again it's not as if we need video assistant refereeing again we have replay technology we can watch we can access games from years yeah ago. i mean of course yeah we so do that with retrospective bands exactly we do that with retrospective bands band, but then the way to go the 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 argue the the, the yeah, argument is that it will be dealt with in the game like no 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 sorry not not that but then Players would be more mindful. They would actually would, would they would actually think twice before doing those things. If, if, if he's video. going to elbow someone, he's going video. to think. Yeah, if there's video technology, he's going to think. You know, no, what? players would be more mindful if there are bans and if there are penalties. If video ref comes, no, that because the bans and the pen, the um, discipline, the yeah. disciplinary action, yeah. come when they do that. When they actually elbow. So they'll be caught during the games, and you're going to face with the retrospective man. If the ref sees it, if the ref sees it, and says no call, yeah, you can get away with exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. And so that so yeah, at that point, so is the ref making a decision saying that I didn't see this incident, I don't want to pursue it. He is. Yeah. So having an assistant video technology is going to change a different. If the ref still doesn't want to pursue that, I feel. I feel. 
I feel like it is going to make people more mindful of nah. what they do on the pitch. No. What players do on the pitch, they no. really are going it's to not. be more mindful. Yeah, listen, all the players who die, people have diving compilation of what Neymar. <laughs> Pretty sure he's looked, he's looked, uh, he's looked up himself and seen them. Ain't changed shit because mm. his play right now is getting his team and no. Him. Listen, if you know that, if you know now, okay, yeah, right now, fine, you can elbow someone. At some point on the pitch, yeah. the referee doesn't see it. The game yeah. will go on. Yeah. But if you know that you're going to elbow this person and you are certainly going to be caught and you're going to be given a red card and your team is going to be down to 10 men and as a result, you might lose the game, yeah. are you going to do it? And that's why players don't elbow because they know that retroactive player, if a referee... No, but that's retros- retrospective. Exactly. That's after the game. You can still finish the game. Yes. And, and get the... But yeah. then, this video, video, video technology is going to... It's going to give you the red card here. Yes, it's going to allow them to actually sanction you on the pitch. You're going to your team is going to pay the consequence there and then. Fair enough. So therefore, you're not. But you're see, going to think twice before you do it. Yeah, fair enough. You can yeah. argue that whether that makes more of an impact. But the fact remains, when it comes to diving, unless mm-hmm. the rules are stricter, players are still going to dive. Yeah, I mean, of course, I don't think players are going to stop diving because of VARs. As for that, yeah. I, I think so too. But yeah, that's it. Like, why? Why stop? What? Ooh. Assistant referee. Yeah, know. people are still going to do it anyway. But yeah, some of it. I mean, some of it is just weird, man. I mean, I mean, not a fan, but come on, Rashford. <laughs> I don't know. It was, was kind of funny though. Like, nope. And you see, this is why I feel like fans. We get we get weird sometimes when we're watching the game. We yeah. are expecting players to do everything to win at every cost. When yeah. do we think that line stops? Mm-hmm. Them going to the gym, harder training, harder putting their body on the line. No, it also includes maybe doing something that you might find immoral to win the damn game. Okay, that's it. Winning at every cost. So your player, or their player, is doing everything you expect of a professional in the sport to do. Yeah. Guess what? You don't want that behavior. Make the penalties more severe. It's a very simple solution. Hell, we could have implemented that ages ago. We don't need no fancy new technology to implement that. But the problem is. It's not such an ingrained part of football. And I don't know what the hesitation actually I is. guess for me I guess for me, um the reason why I'm not all for that is because in a in a game where there's a lot of talk about sports things like sportsmanship and you know, things like that, where for example the this famous the famous uh, play of Decanio catching a ball when he could have volleyed into the back of the net, but upon seeing his opponent going to ground, he decided to stop play uh, for his, for his opponent to be attended to. Yes. In the spirit of all these things, like I feel like it really shouldn't stop. It really shouldn't stop at diving. It really shouldn't stop at diving. I feel like you should be respectful of your opponent. You should be. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I get it. I mean, it, it sounds naive, but then no, for me, that's where I start. For me, I feel like there is morality in, in football. There, there's a reason why those moments are so few and rare. Yes, exactly. And, and exactly. When exactly. Yeah, exactly. Because, because trust me, whilst you might look back at that moment and be like, "Damn, good sportsmanship." Yeah. If that was a goal. Or that could have won a you a championship exactly. or promoted you. Qualified for the Champions League. Yeah, yeah, we don't have this trophy because they kind of decided yeah. to let that player. Yeah, yeah you exactly. I feel that. Inside, but it doesn't. Yeah. Eventually, when all that matters, results. Mm-hmm. You have to make sure that you put rules and in place. And the game is becoming more game. so, more, more so about results. Like I mean, that's, it's always it's always been, but then no. I mean, people pay. Um, people are paying like higher prices now it's not even for a, results it's, first I don't think it's about I think it's always been about results however it's always been about results but I feel like people are paying higher prices now 
Okay. Based on results. Okay. Whereas before, I mean, well, not to call Arsenal fans out here, but then Asim Wenger still, I mean, okay, well, actually, Asim Wenger is the one anomaly, but players get sacked after one, uh, coaches get sacked after one season. Yeah. For poor results. Yeah. Some managers do well and still get sacked because, yeah, yeah maybe the club want more. Okay. Exactly. And maybe whereas in the past, probably a manager does a good job. They continue to have faith in him, stick with him. So you think that's why players are not doing all they can to actually win? And diving is now on? on no, no, no. no. I, I wouldn't necessarily say that that's the case. But I feel like now, okay, well, there, there are higher stakes in football now. Okay, I mean... There are higher stakes in football now. Again, if we go back and now, leg crunching tackles used to be the norm until we actually implemented rules that made those those actions red card offenses. Now, older people or older people who prefer the older game now would say that these modern players are wimps. They are soft. They can't take it like a man. But guess what? It's made football much more enjoyable because you don't see somebody diving in with two legs trying to clear an entire field. <laughs> like that used to be a defender special. Right? That, that was a center Yeah, actually. It was thugs. Weren't old FIFA games? That wasn't that like a tackle in old FIFA games? Yeah, you just going with two tackles. Just, yeah, like it was a normal tackle. You take like, the freaking yeah. turf off. <laughs> but now that's no longer normal or a regular occurrence because but the body in charge of the game like hey we want to stamp you know curb this behavior mm. if they feel that diving is such a behavior they want to curb just put in the damn rules it's yeah. that simple until then I wouldn't call diving wrong or bad or moral or immoral it's just it gives you an opportunity to win the game so so you, you should take it I mean it's a prisoner's dilemma your opponent is going to do it I have nothing to gain by not doing it I might as well dive my ass off too because <laughs> best believe when your player has opportunity he's going to ooh, ooh, <laughs> swim in okay I got you. <laughs> oh, man. You want some moral players. <laughs> Wrong sports, guys. Wrong sport. Uh, I know what you mean, man. Oh, man. Uh, guys, it's, it's looking like we are, we are hard-pressed for time at this point. Um, but you can definitely continue the conversation with us over on our Twitter. That's GCRATW. Uh, do send us your comments, questions regarding our conversation. Uh, dive in, video, assistant referees, and the NBA stuff that we discussed to our email address after the whistle at the goalcoachreport.com on Instagram and Facebook you can find us at, at the Gold Coast Report. that's the username uh, we'd love to hear from you follow us uh, share this episode with two friends like if you enjoyed it you know get the ATW word out there uh, ATW uh, dominate the conversation. <laughs> dominate the con- I keep getting it. Dominate the conversation. We'll catch you guys next week. Have All right. Catch you guys next week. Bye. Va a golpear Cristiano. Se espatarra el bicho. Va a golpear con la derecha, chuta Cristiano. Gol. Costa turns out the final. Hazard. Won the title for Leicester City tonight. Irving and Curry one on one. Irving puts it up. It's go. Kyrie Irving from downtown.